Josie from Australia said this about the angel membership. I love the variety of small group options. I live in Australia, so it's important to me to be able to connect with people in real time rather than watching everything on replay. It makes the membership active and real rather than an online course where I'm left to myself. I love that you get that community and support from the membership, Joe. Thank you so much for being a member. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis, and I am so excited for today's guest because God just brought this person into my life and I know that you listening to her are just going to put through together so many aha moments for you in your life because what she has to talk about is what the angels are saying is the focus of this entire year. Um, so Brittany Lee, author, I am so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Hello, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, you're so welcome. So we were just recording a podcast episode for the kids podcast, which will mm -hmm. air in February when your your next kids book comes out. Good night, yeah. body. But you and I were having this fascinating conversation that I wanted to pull here onto the Angels and Awakening show. We were talking about embodiment work and how you stepped into this work and how it has become such a passion for you to teach how people how to reclaim their physical bodies. And we're not talking about vanity. We're not talking about how you look. We are talking about the energy, yeah. um, you tuning into your own body's energy and feeling at home, mm -hmm. safe, feeling secure. And so you started to tell this story and I was like, no, wait, let's get it on, on the show. So I'm going to have you start here. How was embodiment kind of taken away from you and how did you reclaim it for yourself? Yeah, I love talking about this because it has been such a movement in my life and a, a chance to experience both myself as well as existence with the divine on a totally different level than I think I existed for a couple of decades. And, you know, being raised in the Bible Belt of uh, America in Christianity, and which I am still a part of. I'm a pastor at, at a church here in the Bible Belt in Louisiana. But a lot of that upbringing, a lot of the message that I either received explicitly or, or just subtly was that, you know, our bodies are suspect. They cannot be trusted. They are um, bringers of false messages, especially maybe the bodies of women. They they cannot be trusted for ourselves, but also for society. And so at the very best, what we could do for them is just ignore them. And at the at the the worst, you know, spend time or attention or um any sort of investment of 
of trust into them. And so I think what that ended up creating for me was this real dissonance between what I knew to be my spiritual life and my embodied life, which might as well not have existed. It was just something that I ignored. And so, but you know, our bodies, they don't do well with that for very long. They, they're trying, I think, so desperately to communicate with us and help us be given information that only our bodies hold or, or warnings or memories or, you know, guidance for what we need and who we are. And I just really practiced for a long time ignoring that because bodies can't be trusted. And I think a big piece of that shifted after childbirth for me because my body knew things that my my mind just couldn't, my mind couldn't do it anymore. You know, I went through a pretty, pretty real and deep postpartum depression and my mind was in pieces, but my body knew what was needed. My body knew what next step to take. And I think eventually realizing, oh, not only can my body be trusted, but it is good. And the spirit is using it to speak to me mm-hmm. in ways that I think I said in in the last recording for the kids that my I could never think my way to that place, right. but my body could get me there. And so that's been a journey. And I think um, it's been a big piece of my pastoral ministry as well is because along with that, it says, you know, at your core, you were created good. You know, you were created in a in a beautiful design that is made to prosper you. It's for the goodness of who you are and the goodness, um, the the common good. And um, this is all pointing towards love and light and connection. And that can be found within us too. And um, so that's been a, a big piece of where my vocation has led me as well. And on the kids podcast and and in the work that I've done over the last year, I shared an aha moment that I had where I always have taught everywhere. This is the first time I'm bringing this through here that there's two voices within you when it comes to your consciousness there you have the egoic mind that's just constantly chattering away this voice inside of you and you also have this voice inside of you your consciousness that's the intuition through which you can connect with your angels your guides your loved ones through with god energy and Um, This aha moment came in as I got this vocal disorder and spirit was having me work with healer after healer after healer after healer Mm -hmm. to heal this voice disorder. And spirit said, Julie, just as there's two voices within you, there's two bodies within you. Mm -hmm. There is the egoic body that just wants to keep you safe and secure. But in order to do that, keeps you in, it has a response that flares up that you're not recognizing of overwhelm, of I'm not safe, of stress, of anxiety. And that is an intuitive part of your 
being that is communicating with you. So you have this egoic part that is really trying to keep you safe. That's its number one goal. And then if you tune into the body, you have this intuitive body that's telling you what you need. Okay. Yes, you're aware of this overwhelm, this anxiety that you're feeling and what you need is to go outside and take a walk for 10 minutes instead of just plowing through the work that you need to get done Mm -hmm. yeah that makes me think of i i'm not going to quote it exactly but when brene brown says that you know if we can tell our anxiety or our fears you can be here thank you for being here thank you for being here to keep me safe but um, you can ride in the car, but you don't get to drive, you know, you can be in the backseat. And so I feel like that's the same with, you know, when our bodies tense up because we have just witnessed trauma, something has happened to too much has happened too fast and, or not even that extreme. Maybe it's just a stressful week. The calendar's packed. There's a lot going on that was outside of our control and our bodies tense up because, you know, they're, they're holding a lot. They're not getting what they need. Um, They're trying to communicate to us. I'm going into protection mode. I'm going into survival mode. And if we don't tap into the bottom source of that, if we don't tap into the intuitive piece of that, then that piece of our bodies, they don't have the information that they need to really assess, am I in danger? Or am I just, you know, needing to get my breath in order again? Am I, um, I think it keeps us there a little longer than we have to be a lot of times. And, you know, or it kind of goes into extreme survival mode that would equate it to, like I said earlier, with running away from a tiger or something like we are, we are in danger when really we're maybe not in danger, we're just overspent um, from the week. And how do how do we tap back in to go, okay, what are you trying to tell me right now? What's needed? What um, do I just need to slow down my breath so that I can tell myself that I'm safe and loved and okay and home? Or uh, do I need to sleep? Because, you know, I I, I find myself saying often, Like, am I sad or am I tired? (laughs) Am I, I, is the world burning or do I need a nap? And usually almost every, well, sometimes it's both, but almost every time if I will just take a nap or a walk or do a breathing exercise, I can at least get to a point where I go, here's really what we're working with and what I need at this point and, and reconnect in that way. Yeah. So there are so many different tools that you can use to regulate your nervous system. And there's so many different ways to go about this. What I'm really interested in getting to the root of this year in 2023 is how do you make it stick? How do you make it last? Because as I've looked at my own journey with this and other clients' journeys with this, those of us who grew up with a lot of trauma and did not feel safe as children, it can start to feel like those are the only energies that you ever know. 
is is an overworking to just people please and this perfectionism and constantly going 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 and for every different person it um manifests differently and it looks different for every individual but that's kind of what it looks like for me Um, and how do people step off the treadmill like that little circular rat treadmill (laughs) of you know step off of that and really make this stick because we've been living in those cycles and those patterns for decades upon decades and one of the things that i was really fascinated to find out when digging into this work is um one healer told me julie you don't have to keep reliving it it's not Mm -hmm. about shadow work it's not about reliving the event the Mm -hmm. trauma that is stored within your physical body isn't coming from the event the event didn't create this the event happened and there was a response within your physical body and your body keeps turning on that switch when any little micro thing happens now and it's learning how to regulate that switch within your physical body because 99 percent of people are living from this switch being turned on every day where it is these huge emotional waves this emotional roller coaster that they're on and that is the set point of their nervous system but this work and this is all the work that we're doing all year long in the angel membership Mm. is about turning off that switch so that your nervous system can live from a set point of calm and ease yeah so the first and i i am not uh professionally able to speak to this but i can as a recipient of this um, type of healing work speak a little to emdr um, as as a therapy has been really special to me and as i mentioned earlier with the postpartum journey uh, i i would say that I existed most of my life up until that point as someone who never really related to the understanding of depression or hopelessness. You know, I I just kind of existed on a, in a glass half full sort of um, wavelength. And then it, it took me to a place I had not been before, you know, where I could say, uh, I looked at my husband one day and I said, Hey, I don't have any hope. And that was the truest thing I could speak in that moment and the furthest thing from anything I had experienced before. Friends, what if there was nothing stopping you from becoming abundant to the max in all things? Finances, time, nothing was holding you back from becoming your healthiest, happiest, most financially abundant self yet. Friends, thanks to our annual and monthly angel members, we've been able to grant over $100,000 in partial scholarships so that souls who want access to life-changing teachings in the angel membership have that opportunity. And we have more partial scholarships to give. 
Don't let your egoic mind tell you that you're not worthy because the angels and I are here telling you, you are worthy. This is your year. But I can't help you get where you're going if I'm not working with you in one of my programs. Become an angel member now. Go to theangelmedium.com, then the angel membership tab to sign up. If you need a scholarship, let us help you. Scroll to the bottom of the angel membership page and click the link for partial scholarship options. Links are in the show notes. And thank you. Thank you for coming together as a community. Thank you for contributing what you can each month. And thank you for helping us reach hundreds of deserving souls with life-changing teachings in the angel membership this year. This is going to be your best year yet. And so, um, you know, when I started doing, and this was years after that, probably three years in, three or four, where I really felt like I needed to do some deep therapy to get back into those places. And one of the things that the EMDR therapy did was, you know, you spend some time trying to identify or, or let a memory, an instance um, from the trauma come to you. And again, with our intuition and, and the connection to our body and spirits and, and mind, trusting that if we take that space, that we will be communicated with what memory we need, you know, and um, there was this moment I was there in this process and this very vivid memory that I had not thought about in years came to mind. And it was the moment where I realized that I could not feed our son. And not only was I sort of spiraling in postpartum depression, but we had gone in for maybe the fourth uh, checkup where he was continuing to lose weight. And it was just this, this spiral of my body cannot be trusted. I cannot, uh, my body's not doing what it needs to do and feeling far from that. And what I was encouraged to do in the therapy was go to that moment. And in the memory, I'm at my mom's house. It's like close to the 4th of July. My son is not gaining weight. And I am in a back room, isolated, sobbing Where in a moment where I can't feed him. And I realize this is never going to work in this way. And the therapist says, now invite safe and trusted into that room with you. And so I'm there, you know, in and doing the uh, rapid eye movement. And I invite my closest, most trusted friends into the room. And they sit with me. And the therapist says, okay, now regulate your breathing in that space. And so what ended up happening with my journey through that was that what I wasn't realizing was happening is when I would see someone else breastfeeding, when I would see someone else going through postpartum, when I would think about the idea of getting pregnant again, my body would viscerally just shut down and I would go through, you know, a real trauma response. But after that point, I felt like something had been rewired in me because I had taken safe people 
to unsafe places and now they existed there. Mm-hmm. And it was huge. It was, it was entirely liberating on so many different levels. And um, but then in addition to that, I think one thing that I outside of EMDR work was um, just kind of the consistency of I've been reading a lot about gratitude and gratitude practices. And, you know, I can get to a point where I'm thinking, am I just, you know, writing in this gratitude journal and reframing everything and just trying to like, I don't know, live in a false world where of, of false positivity. But the more I read about consistency and gratitude work, the more I read about resiliency that comes from yes. gratitude work. And so the idea that even if it doesn't make sense on this Tuesday, you know, 14 Tuesdays from now, the consistency between then and now will make all the difference with the resilience that we bring to the world because of how we are, where we're putting our intention and our focus. And so I think the same with breath work or tuning in. And and I'm, this is a piece that I'm not great at is the consistency, but I do think that it makes a huge difference for how to live in that space when we are you know, longer. I feel like the longer we do it, the longer we can go um, existing with the fruits of that investment. Amazing. I love how you broke that down. And as I was putting together all of the content for 2023 in the angel membership, the angel said there's four distinct pieces to this work. Mm. The first is tuning in and just having this awareness of your physical body. And then the second piece is implementing tools, having the right tools in your toolbox to regulate the nervous system, regulate your energy. If the body feels unsafe, coming back to a place of safety and security within the body. The third piece is making yourself, and I'm going to rephrase that, the angels just said, nope, um, <laughs> making your needs a priority in your mm. life. And then the fourth piece to this is abundance, because when you yes. do all of those, you come into a freedom and an openness within your energy, your mind, your auric field, your chakras, where you just I mean, everything that people teach with manifestation and co-creation, it's like once you have gone through those first three steps, everything unlocks. And we had talked about like magic before, like it's just magic, like life becomes magical and these miracles and these blessings, you can just constantly see them showing up in your life. And I had to go through some pretty hard things in 2022 that I didn't talk about on the podcast, but what happened was I felt that unsafe feeling within my physical body and I had the tools this time, the entire year to regulate my emotional system. I was able to just say, God, I have zero control over this thing that is completely untrue. Um, You just take the wheel and you do whatever you need to do here. But 
I'm coming back to safety and security within my own body. Mm -hmm. And it was a completely different experience of life. And you know what came up for me, Brittany? Um, And Spirit said, you'll get this too on a different level because you've been through it. You start to feel a sense of freedom when you get to that place because it's like nobody can say anything, nobody can do anything to take you away from yourself and that you are able to know yourself so Mm -hmm. well, know your energy so well, regulate your energy so well that nobody else has that control over you. And that is pure freedom. It is. Well, and if you can imagine what a world would be like because what I hear you describing is the sense of being home no matter where you are. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, what wilderness you're in, what what pain you're experiencing, what loss you're experiencing. If you can be home within yourself, if you are living in abundance has been, I love that you named that as a word because that has been just on my radar. And especially in pastoral ministry too, is how do we exist? You know, we say a lot, if you look at any of the stats, any of the polls, the idea of um, the church as as it has stood, as it's existed is declining, um, at least Western idea of it is declining, is dying. And my, my stance on that, my, my language for that has been, if we if we come from a place of scarcity, we will create what we're so afraid of. But if we come from a place of abundance, even death is what leads to birth. You know, even, even the lowest place we say a lot, even, even the compost, you know, the ground is not um, the grave. It's the compost where we, where are we heading next? And I think that, a sense of abundance, abundance as truth makes for a less violent world. It makes for a less lonely existence because you know there is enough. Everything I need is within me. And even though I I could be as out of place as anyone's ever been and still be home, and there's a sense of healing there and safety and security that you know, can't be bought. That is, but to have you name those tools, because I think if you just told someone, will yourself to be, you know, of an abundant mindset, I mean, you just can't get there by, again, thinking your way into abundance. You're not going to get there, but, but tuning in. Yeah. And you can't, sorry. um, I hate interrupting people and you can't think your way to joy what we're talking about here today is a part of your intuition a Mm -hmm. part of your soul that has to be felt the only way to step into joy is to feel it the Mm -hmm. only way to step into abundance is to feel it Mm -hmm. and when your nervous system is constantly in these emotional waves of ups and downs which for like 99% of people, that's everybody in our collective right. consciousness right now. Yeah. 
when you get to a point where your entire set point is ease and calm, yeah. and I'm not saying that things don't come up, but you have the tools to work That's right. with them, you get to this place where you feel your own joy. And I believe that that is your spirit, right? Like that joy, what you were talking about when you were saying you looked at your husband and you were like, I don't have any more hope. That's a depletion of our spirit. And people will say all the time, oh, well, this will heal your soul. No, it won't. The soul is the part that's one with God. I mean, your soul is always whole. It's your spirit that is here in this lifetime. And people will break your spirit. They might not mean to intentionally, but life will break your spirit if you right. let it. And right. this work helps you step fully into your spirit and feel mm-hmm. your joy. And that brings this abundance, which is just incredible. Yeah, it does. And as you're speaking, the phrase that keeps coming into my mind is the truest truth. Yeah. It's not that trauma isn't true. It's not that loss isn't true. It's not that like these are true things that that happen and that are a piece of us. And again, you get to be in the car but you don't get to drive, you know, you get to, you gotta, you gotta get in the back. And so I think what the idea of scarcity comes when we say that is the truth, like the, the, the truth is that all that exists is loss and fragility and pain and disconnect. But I think that it is a truth that those things do connect uh, that exist and that we experience them and that they're real and that they are trying to protect us. But the truest truth is that they're just a symptom of protection, protection of the thing that is the most real. And that is that enough, like we have enough abundance is here. We have what we need we we are home uh we are good we are connected we are interdependent and those are the truest truths those are i think what is at the bottom implanted by our soul all right i have two more things um one is when it comes to doing this work for yourself and the toolbox that you have developed of tools to help regulate your own energy what has helped you the most so we spoke a little bit in the kids recording about box breathing i do a lot of box breathing that's my first go-to breath exercise and that's the imagining a box where it's four breaths in hold for four i mean four second count inhale hold for four seconds exhale for four and hold for four and then you repeat and that helps me at least get to a place where you know, I'm, my, my heart feels like it's calm. My body feels like it can release a little bit and maybe I can uh, process a little differently. And another thing that I had this uh, friend who does a lot of intuitive work, um, you know, how do I, how can I continue to do embodiment work while also working through um, some of my triggers that that are connected with past 
pieces of my life. And one of the things that she suggested was making a playlist with songs from those past versions of myself, those past moments, but songs that were really important for joy or freedom or connection, even amidst all those times. And so to make that playlist and as you know, I'm walking, a lot of times I'll do it on the elliptical so that I can close my eyes. And there's something about, you know, as you're using your right and your left legs and you're using your body that, that can access parts of that brain and part of your experience that I had not been able to get into before. So I've got a playlist and it's just called returning because it's returning to different parts. And I'll, I'll go to that a lot. Um, and then contemplative prayer is um, really important for me, especially in the morning. So I try to do again with the consistency. I'm not great with <laughs> that's the thing to work on in 2023. But if I had an ideal rhythm, it would begin the day with contemplative prayer to center. And then it would end the day with a gratitude practice to to reflect. Um, so, yeah, those are some of my my standards. I love it. I find myself back at. Yeah. I love it. Well, and what you were talking about before I was like, um, I checked you out before I invite because your publisher like reached out and you're they were yeah. like, Would you have her on the podcast? And I was like, from from Louisiana, I'm just gonna kind of go on over here and just um and then I found like your anti-racism work, you know, like and all yeah. the stuff that you have done and all of the stuff that you believe in and promote. And I really believe that we're all just spiritual teachers, yeah. you know, serving yeah. um God universe source and what they keep talking about is the rise of the priestess and I think that's in all different areas so yeah. tell people where they can find your church if it's online too and where they oh. can find your book good night body yeah absolutely so I am I am at Grace Community United Methodist Church and uh, that's gracehappens.org and we we archive our sermons there so um, that can be found there and then I'm on Instagram and my website both are Brittany Wynn Lee and uh, books are sold online at Barnes and Noble Amazon Target and they um, can pre-order right pre-order yes goodnight body and I'll show this for your YouTube people goodnight body is up for pre-order right now and it's got such a fun we got to work with Tommy Nelson the publisher on some really fun incentives for parents and there's uh you know an intro to body scanning in there for adults to help understand in ways that aren't too abstract for kids but there's also like a fun little printable pocket pause to help regulate when you have a meltdown in public, which we have our fair share of. And so, you know, it's just a little pocket pause to put in your pocket and you can pull out when you need to, when you and your little person need to regulate and yeah, oh, that's awesome. it's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun, Brittany. Um, thank you so much for all the work that you do in the world. I just felt the hugest heart-to-heart -heart connection with you the yes. entire time we got to talk, and um, just so grateful that God Universe Source brought us together. Yes, you are a light. I'm so thankful to have connected, and I look forward to staying in touch. Yay, you too! All my love.
And friends, if you um, are fascinated by this work and everything that we talked about today, uh, take a look at the angel membership and go through this year-long experience with us. We're focusing, bringing in um, an intuitive wellness coach. We're bringing in over two dozen healers who are going to walk us through various different tools. And what I talked about before, those four components are the four components that make up the entire year. So we're bringing you into an awareness of how to tune in to your own body's energy so that you become an expert at that. We're giving you tools and and giving you access to so many different healers, so many different methods, so many different tools so that you know which tools work for you and what don't and you can implement them into your life. And then we're helping you to prioritize your needs. We're helping you to see where you can best communicate those needs directly in a nice loving way, but you can be more direct with that conversation. And then the last quarter of the year is really focusing on feeling the freedom feeling that abundance, um, really stepping into your life and being in the energy of expecting miracles and expecting abundance is a completely different way of living your life. And so that's where we're taking you to uh, over the course of the year. Thank you so much for being here. Love you, friends. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.